Welcome to Thank God is Monday with Tony Aliogenarafa. These are uncertain times and the actual impact of COVID-19 on businesses after the lockdown is still sketchy and speculative. But one thing is certain, its impact will be far-reaching. Therefore, many people are concerned that their jobs could be at risk. But you can become indispensable. You can become an indispensable staff in your organization. Some people mistake indispensability for irreplaceability, but they are not the same thing. As they say, everyone can be replaced. But to be indispensable means that you are so good and efficient at your job that your boss and co-workers don't want to imagine replacing you. It means that you are the go-to person they count on and the one who simply get things done. You can become indispensable not because that's your goal, but as a consequence of obeying God and honoring Him with your work and the way you work. When you are indispensable at work, you give yourself the opportunity to chart the course of your own career. You'll be more influential and therefore open the door for you to reach more of your colleagues with the gospel because they'll be more receptive to what you have to say. The personal benefits are enormous. For instance, it can serve as a morale booster because you start enjoying your job knowing how valuable you are to the organization or the community. It will not only make you feel that you are contributing to something greater than yourself, but it also provides you with some validations for what you do and who you are. Being indispensable will also put you in a comfort zone because you won't have to worry as much about losing your job, which is one less stress you won't have to endure. And of course, you are more likely to get a raise or a promotion and be sought after by other people. Let me share with you a few attributes and ideas that can help you on your way to becoming indispensable. Number one, self-awareness. First and foremost, you must possess the self-awareness to know your strengths and play to them accordingly. Too often, people play to their weaknesses by trying to force themselves down a path that is not right for their particular skills or interest. Do an inventory of your talent and turn them into skills. Discover your core values and use them as your decision-making guide. Number two, develop complementary skills. Once you identify your strengths, the next step is to develop skills that complement those strengths and help you extract the most value from them. Employees focus far too narrowly on the skills that are core to their position. For example, a software developer tends to spend the bulk of his time learning new coding techniques and programming languages rather than developing added skills that help him communicate effectively and sell his project ideas to his bosses and other constituents. Employees become indispensable when they focus on their natural talent and master the skills that help them make the most of their strength. Number three, hard work above all else. Perhaps the most important step an employee can take towards becoming indispensable is to outwork those around them. Listen to this. It's a quote from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 10. Apostle Paul says why he was successful. And I quote, but by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace towards me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. End of quote. 
It sounds obvious, but when employees take ownership of tasks and put forth their full effort, leadership takes note. Indispensable employees do not have to be asked to work late or come in early. They simply do what needs to be done to drive their project towards success. Therefore, indispensable people are usually willing to go the extra mile, meaning give a little more than what is expected. Most people simply focus on doing the minimum, but if you're one of the few who are constantly coming up with new ideas and taking on new responsibilities that are not necessarily required of you, this will go a long way in making you indispensable. Volunteering for projects that other employees do not want to work on will also solidify your position as an indispensable worker. We'll continue with more just after the break. Just a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll find you. Just hold on and I'll find you. I'm hanging on by your thread, and all I'm clinging to is prayers. And every breath is like a battle. I feel like I ain't come prepared. And death's knocking on the front door. Pain's creeping through the back. Fears crawling through the windows. Waiting for them to attack. They say don't get bitter, get better. I'm working on switching them letters. But tell God I'ma need a whole lot of hope keeping it together. I'm smiling in everyone's face. I'm crying whenever they leave the room. They don't know the battle I face. They don't understand what I'm going through. The world trying to play with my soul. I'm just trying to find where to go. I'm trying to remember the way. I'm trying to get back to my home. But I can't do this on my own That's why I'm just trusting in you Cause I don't know where else to go And I don't know what else to do Welcome back We were discussing before the break Attributes and ideas That will help you on your way to becoming indispensable We've taken three already And I continue with number four Monopolize a particular skill And be recognized as an in-house expert Find a particular task that needs to get done by the organization and make sure that you are the only person who knows how to do it. This sometimes happens when a new initiative is created that requires skill the company doesn't already have. Number five, monopolize an important relationship. If you are the only person who is like a trusted advisor to a company's biggest customer, you will be essential to that company. So find relationships that are crucial to your company's survival or ability to get things done and become the points person who maintains that relationship. Build it over time. Number six, remember that your job is to make your supervisor's job easier. Becoming your supervisor's right-hand man or woman, you are building a trust between the two of you. What you should not do, however, is eye service. God forbids it. In Ephesians 6, verses 6 to 8 from the Passion Translation, the Bible says, and I quote, Always do what is right, and not only when others are watching, so that you may please Christ as his servants by doing his will. Serve your employer wholeheartedly with love, as though you were serving Christ and not men. Be assured that anything you do that is beautiful and excellent will be repaid by our Lord, whether you are an employee or an employer. End of quote. If you are always thinking of ways to help your boss and you make their job easier, they are certainly going to count on you more and more. Beyond all of that, 
you bring honor to the name of God. Number seven, be honest. Honesty is a rare commodity in the workplace these days. Therefore, it's one of the most sought-after character attributes. When you add that to competence, you put yourself in a class above the rest. And finally, number eight, pray for your company regularly. God is more likely to speak to you about your company when you pray about it regularly. Thank you for being here today and for joining me for our time together. Please do everything you can to stay safe. Remember to follow me on my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook handle and sign up for my podcast on Google, Apple, or Stitchers to listen to this episode and other back editions over and over again. Remain blessed and enjoy a glorious week ahead. Bye.